my personality to be jittery. It's part of my charm. Wrestling fans, are you ready? It's time for my one, two, three cents of the podcast on the Jittery Monkey Podcasting Network. Give me the hell yeah! Now, here's your host. The man is also a very long, dear, personal friend of mine. Does the guy have a name? Yes, he has a name. Kevin Huntsberger. Woo! If you've dreamed of becoming a professional wrestler, it's time to make that dream a reality. The Stride Pro Wrestling Training Academy is now enrolling new students. Classes meet on Tuesdays and Thursday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. for just $60 per month. Be sure to check out the Stride Pro Wrestling Facebook page at facebook.com slash stridepro-wrestling and get enrolled now. Hey friends, welcome to episode 383 of the My123 Cents podcast. I am your host, Kevin Huntsperger, and I am flying solo once again this week. And, you know, sometimes, as they say, life just happens and kind of gets in the way. And I don't mean that to come off sounding negative by any means. It's just been a couple of weeks here where, you know, it is what it is. And, I've decided to just kind of do some random thoughts on uh, some various topics going on in the world of wrestling. And typically speaking, I don't do a whole lot of that here on the podcast. I usually save that for the YouTube channel. But honestly, because of work and some other things going on, I haven't really had time to focus on the YouTube channel. So it's all kind of uh, coming back full circle. And uh, again, I encourage you to check out uh, my one, two, three cents on YouTube and on Instagram, as well as obviously on Facebook. Facebook and Twitter are uh, Facebook really is where most of the my one, two, three cents uh, action happens. There's uh, obviously a like page, but also the my one, two, three cents group, which I still am heavily encouraging people to get involved with and like and and comment and and to start start discussions. The whole point of it is to, to be kind of a sounding board for all wrestling fans, not just uh, myself as a moderator and a poster, but anyone can get in there and post and, and comment and and get going with that. So uh, I, I hope that folks will become more engaged with that and, and interact a little bit more with it um, and, and just have a good time with it. Also want to remind folks about ProWrestlingTees.com slash My123Cents. That is the My123Cents Stride Pro Wrestling Store. Uh, there are a few designs for both product or both companies in there. And uh, I talked about it last week. I really am hoping to, in the next week or two, maybe three, uh, get some new designs or at least a new design uh, up in that store. Because the proceeds from those shirt sales, as I mentioned last week, go to Stride Pro Wrestling. And that's going to be part of my uh, random thoughts that I'll be talking about in just a little bit of this, as it relates to not just Stride Pro Wrestling, but just pro wrestling in general. And, and I'll get to that uh, again in a few minutes. Uh, collar and elbow, same deal. 
use promo code though my123cents when you check out you get a discount and then any proceeds goes to my123cents and again those profits go to uh, help with stride pro wrestling and the same with thigh huggers thighhuggers.com lots of cool designs um, I really still need to get another pair. I need to really get some sun on my legs, though, before I go prancing around in a pair of thigh huggers again. But that being said, I will uh, be working on that sooner rather than later as well. <clears throat> it is spring. Spring has finally sprung. And with spring comes, of course, WrestleMania season. And I love this time of year. And, and admittedly, though, and I think there's been a lot of negativity on social media um, you know, a lot of, uh, I feel like people think it's hip or cool or in vogue to hate on WWE and crap on, you know, whatever they're doing, whatever their plans are, it's never going to be good enough. Um, it's not AEW. And I think that there is a mindset out there that is like that. Conversely, I think there is a mindset of when AEW does something, people are going to crap on it and hate on it and not like it because it is AEW and that it's not WWE. So I get it. It's both sides. It's like politics. Uh, you know, people can't, for whatever reason, seem to enjoy both shows. There are obviously many that do, but there's a lot of uh, ill content, discontent, just generally pissed off people. And I really, you know, I, I think it's been said multiple times, and I know we've talked about it here on the podcast, wrestling fans seemingly are the biggest critics of professional wrestling, bigger than in any other genre of entertainment, as far as I'm concerned. But, that being said, you know, WrestleMania, right around the corner, just a couple of weeks away, it is going to be two nights, and I... I've seen a lot of discussion and conversations about that. You know, should it be two nights? Should it be one night? The one night show, you know, lasting seven or eight hours, it's very long. I'll tell you that. You know, I think the last time we had a WrestleMania that was just one night, it was 2019. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was 2019. And I went over and watched it with um, Tyler, Heath Hatton, and... It was a long, long night. I mean, it was like, I think it was almost midnight by the time it ended Central Time. Um, and that was the year that the women uh, main evented. It was Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. And I wanted to specifically stay and, and watch that match, but man, it was... Uh, just a long, long night. And, you know, the last time that Chad and I went to WrestleMania was WrestleMania 32 in Dallas, where WrestleMania is again this year. And I felt like that was a long night as well. And we got there, you know, as the show was starting, I think the uh, Ryback versus um, Kalisto match was happening when we got there. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like the solution or WWE's solution was seemingly to make WrestleMania two nights. And I know that started with the pandemic. I don't know if that's going to be a way of life now for WrestleMania. I personally kind of liked going to the Hall of Fame on Saturday night, um, you know, going to NXT or another indie show on Friday night and then going to, you know, 
WrestleMania on Sunday. Um, I don't know that we'll ever get back to that formula. I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it because honestly, committing an entire weekend to watching WWE or watching any wrestling for that matter is difficult for me, you know, and I, I wonder how many other fans with jobs or families or things going on on the weekends where you don't want to completely disconnect from everybody, it becomes difficult. You know, last year, uh, in, in 2021, and honestly, the numbers, I, I, I have trouble keeping up with. I think last year would have been, I think this year's 38. So last year would have been 37. Um, you know, we had a very good friend of ours celebrating her 40th birthday and we went out of town to celebrate, um, on Friday and Saturday of that weekend. And so obviously I missed the Saturday night portion of WrestleMania. I watched it later, but I did not have time to watch it before night two. So, uh, but I kept up with it on social media and, and, you know, figured out what was going on and what was happening. So it wasn't the end of the world. Uh, this year we have a stride pro wrestling show on night one of WrestleMania. I will, my hope is to get home and um, probably catch the tail end of night one um, or, you know, watch some of night one before I go to bed and then finish it on Sunday and then watch the rest of it Sunday night, uh, night two, of course. Um, But I'm not, you know, somewhere along the way, and this is probably a rant that probably is, uh, I don't know, unjustified, but did we fall into the everyone gets a trophy, you know, the participation awards with WrestleMania? Everybody has to be on the show. We have multi-person ladder matches or multi-person um, tag team elimination matches or Andre, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which the original concept and idea behind the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal I thought was noble and it was a great way to honor uh, one of the best legends in the world of professional wrestling in, in Andre the Giant and I don't think I've seen any talk of there even being a Battle Royal this year I, I could be wrong about that I haven't seen anything officially announced um, so does everybody have to be on the show be a part of the show yeah obviously it, it is a bit of a reward, I suppose. Um, these men and women do bust their asses year in and year, or week in and week out. Um, so yeah, I think that they deserve some kind of accolade. So maybe maybe everybody deserves to be on WrestleMania. But then, as we've seen over the last several years, but even before the pandemic, you know that was making WrestleMania last six seven hours, and that's not an exaggeration. Uh, those cards were very, very long and, you know, and getting everyone in and then do you, um, you know, have some quick squash matches? I think you totally, you don't, you know, AEW, for example, and this is not a knock at them, but most of the matches on their pay-per-view are 20, 30 minutes long. It's great wrestling action. Don't get me wrong, but it may, it, those pay-per-views make for long nights too. And, um, you know, you want to give the fans their money's worth. Um, I feel like with with Stride Pro Wrestling, with indie shows that I've been to, that sweet spot is about two and a half hours um, to me personally. If, if I can keep a show, um, 
you know, between two and a half and three hours. And that is from the time the opening bell rings until I say goodnight and we'll see you next month. If, if I can keep that right, you know, at two and a half hours, I feel like it's a good night. You, you've gotten your money's worth and, uh, you know, because you've got six or seven matches and, and I'm not saying I'm the one that's controlling the pacer or the timing of the show, but I think that that in general is a, is a good way to go. Now, you know, I don't think WrestleMania needs to have all five minute matches or seven minute matches or 10 minute matches for that matter. Um, it's the stories and, and, you know, we're, we're there to see the payoffs and, and all of, of that. So, uh, again, I'm not being overly critical, although I, I do wonder at what point, you know, will WrestleMania continue to be a two night affair? Chad and I are hoping, I'm hoping that's me knocking on wood that I'm able to attend WrestleMania next year in Los Angeles, um, I don't know if it'll be a two-night event. Obviously, my guess is, and I don't know this either, I haven't looked at prices, but my guess is is that you're paying, you know, they're charging the same amount for tickets for both nights. So, um, obviously, I will not have it in the budget to go both nights to WrestleMania, but if we go out there, go to WrestleMania night one, and then night two, we watch it from somewhere or vice versa, I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, so, you know, again, I don't know that everybody in the company needs to have a spot on the show. I feel like, you know, in those early days, you know, I can go through and remember some of those, especially the first WrestleMania, you know, there, there were obviously a lot of talent in the company at that time that was not a part of that show. And then it also comes back to the same argument of people saying that the part-timers, or the celebrities are getting spots that, you know, the hard workers are not getting. And I, I get it. I, I used to make that complaint and argument too. I've talked about it last week here. But without the celebrity involvement, it's not WrestleMania to me. It's just another WWE event. So I feel like back in 1985 when Mr. T and Cindy Lauper were a part of that first WrestleMania and integral parts of that WrestleMania. I don't have a problem with there being three, two or three, four celebrities that are part of the storylines. And, you know, especially when they are celebrities who are fans of the business and they're not in there to make a mockery of it or make fun of it or ridicule it. So I don't mind when, you know, the Paul brothers or, you know, back in the day when Mike Tyson or um, Floyd Mayweather, when they were there, I felt like they were, you know, complimenting the product. So no problem whatsoever with the celebrities from me. Something else that's uh, made a lot of headlines lately is Cody Rhodes. I say something else, someone else I should have said. Uh, You know, I've gone back and forth and, and I've said it before and I think I said it last week. Until I see Cody standing in a WWE ring, I'm not going to believe any of the reports, although it is looking more and more now like he has, in fact, signed with WWE. I find it very fascinating. Almost hard to believe, but again, as fans, I feel like sometimes we feel like we know more than we know or we are get, get, become more involved in the process or whatever it is. Um, you know, I saw people judging Cody saying, oh, he should have stayed in AEW. He had, you know, this and this and this. We don't know for sure what the financials were. 
We don't know what Cody's financial situation, and he and his wife Brandy, and they have a, a new child. Um, you know, it, sometimes it is about the money. Sometimes it is about the creative. Sometimes it's, you know, just finding that contentment and that happiness. And on the surface, seemingly everyone loves AEW and, and everyone wants to be there and work there and be a part of it. Um, but I think that WWE, even though there is a lot of those releases and layoffs and that control and, and you know, I think every individual superstar or wrestler or whatever we want to call them now, you know, they have that say, they have that right to make that choice. And I don't think that fans should criticize or be overly critical of someone who decides to leave one company or stay with one company or, you know, whatever it is that they end up doing. Um, They're making that decision based on what is best for them and their family. And I get that we as fans feel like, Maybe they should be doing what we want them to do. Well, that's not how life works. This is like me when I go to my job every day. You know, I recently, I talked about it a few weeks ago, I recently made a career change. Three years ago, I made a big career change. A few months ago, I made a smaller career change. But nonetheless, it was a change. And it was something that was better for me and better for my family. And yes, I know that there were people that didn't want to see that happen, that want, wanted me to stay either when I was working at the TV station or at um, Idea Creative Marketing. That you know, but it ha- I had it came down to you know doing what I felt like was the best thing and the right thing for me and my family. And I feel like that's you know with any walk of life, but it, it, I feel like with wrestling specifically, and now that we do have. Uh, seemingly more competition with AEW, we need to be more tolerant and more understanding and more willing to let these men and women make their choices, make their decisions, go where they want to go and and do what they want to do and and continue to uh, wrestle and be creative and, 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 you know, make us fans, you know, wanting more. But I think we get so caught up in what we want that we forget that those men and women lacing the boots, they need to do what they want and what they need. So, and that's kind of uh, the final talking point here is it, it really dawned on me on Saturday night, you know, over the weekend, I was out with friends, my wife and, and another couple, we had gone out and um, had drinks and had dinner and, you know, just hanging out and enjoying a night out. Um, and then, you know, I, I saw that some of my, and I, I'm not going to name names, but I saw some of my other friends were, you know, out of town with family, um, spending time, or they were at an athletic event. They were at their, their child's sporting event all weekend, watching them play their sport. Um, and it made me think about the sacrifices that professional wrestlers, and it's not just the wrestlers, it's the referees, it's the announcers, it's the commentators, it's the managers, assuming that everybody's going on the road. Um, it is the guy playing the music. It is the security, the camera folks, whomever it is that's that's a part of that production. And I get it. You know, wrestlers kind of choose that life and whatnot. And it's, it's not quite extreme, as extreme as it was years ago, but... 
when wrestlers are on the road, you know, the prime time to go watch a wrestling show, a lot of times, not notwithstanding the TV tapings that we go to and or the TV shows that we go to, but it's a lot of weekend stuff. And, you know, the sacrifices that they're making on missing out of those opportunities to see their kids in action or to hang out with their wife and their or their husband or their friends and spending that time that you wouldn't normally get to spend. It just made me think like how important that is and how I feel like if nothing else, we should be more appreciative of wrestlers, of anyone involved. And when I say wrestlers, I'm talking across the board. I All of the talent, all of the behind the scenes people, we just, I think we forget what they do on a daily or weekly or monthly or yearly. And it just, you know, those miles add up and that time away adds up and it takes a toll. And then they wake up one morning and it's like their body is breaking down or they're having to deal with injuries. And then, you know, you've got these smart-ass fans that are, you know, making fun of the way Chris Jericho has ballooned up with his weight. And he's, you know, lost a bunch of weight again. But, man, there was so much criticism over Jericho's appearance and weight. And we see it happen, you know, I think more prominently with the women. But let's just be nicer. And let's think about and remember and respect what professional wrestlers do, not only to their bodies, the sacrifices that they're making there, but also the sacrifices that they're making with their mental health, with their friends, you know, missing out with friends, missing out with family members, missing out with spouses, missing birthdays or anniversaries or weddings, whatever the case may be. Just be more cognizant of that the next time you are going to send out a nasty, ugly tweet or comment something on a YouTube video, just kind of think about that. Put yourself in their place. How would you feel if you were on the road 100, 150, 200, 300 days a year and away from the people that loved you most? You might have a different perspective. You might have a different attitude and you might want to lend that person a little compassion and a little respect and, and not be a dick and proceed with what you're thinking. And again, that's not to say don't voice your opinion. I, we all do that. That's what this podcast and the whole My One Two Three Cents brand was founded on. So um, there's just a, a better way of doing it, I think, than just kind of swinging and, and hitting what you hit. So I guess that's it. That's my uh, my one, two, three cents for this week. Again, sorry uh, for the lack of a guest, but uh, things will turn around here. We'll get uh, some more folks lined up and, and have that all taken care of in the weeks to come. Thank you so much for listening, friends, and be sure to have a great week. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.